So first of all, hey now. Hey now because it's pre-match build-up to Germany-Spain. Monster World Cup tie. The first thing I have to say is you might hear some background noise, some, some voices, radio broadcasts, maybe the whirring of camera lenses. Eventually, maybe, I hope you'll pick up the, the ball being struck because it's 12 minutes past six in Doha and Spain have come out to play. Well, to train in order to play. This is audio only, so let me set the scene. It's flipping gorgeous. An extraordinary training pitch. Hedged in on all sides. It's actually a double pitch. Um, but Spain are on pitch one tonight. The moon, if it's a crescent, is kind of the colour of golden rice pudding, but it's a sliver of a crescent. Around me, I find it extraordinary. There's maybe only 60 media between journalists, um, newspaper cameras and TV cameras. There should be 160 here. I'm not sure exactly why, given that Spain won 7-0, given that Spain-Germany is a monster tie. I'm going to go on to explain why I think it's going to be an atypical match of this, of this tournament. But I think partly it's because we're living in a city, Doha, where most of the 95% of the stadiums are. And therefore, journalists can try to go to more than one game in a, in a day. And therefore, when I've been at previous tournaments, Euros or the World Cup in 2010, when Spain have been doing really, really well, training can sometimes be absolutely mobbed. Every media from, um, or every medium from every country um, will come here looking for maybe their first or their most glamorous exposure to a world-class Spanish footballer. Yet today, not so much. There's a reasonably healthy turnout, but it should be bursting at the seams. Luis Enrique is dressed in light blue, dark blue shorts, and he's not always out at the beginning of every training session. Um, today he is, though, arms behind his back, pacing around, Having a look at his squad, I'm counting now. I, I think I see the majority of them, but I don't think everybody's out there. Maybe in the background you can hear the call to prayer. I hope you can. It's immense. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Depending on which day it is, it'll echo out three, four, five times per day. Depending on where you are, it can wake you up at 4.30 in the morning. I think I mentioned as somebody who's not lived near to a mosque before. When you hear it, it can be entrancing. It's in the background. Maybe you're just picking up general noise because um, around me, the noisiest of the radio journalists, the, the, the players now are about, I don't know, about 25, 30 metres from me in a big circle around the centre circle. Um, it looks like it might be a giant rondo with four in the middle and everybody else around the centre circle. In fact, I think that's what it's going to be. As build-ups to Germany against Spain uh, goes, something that has only happened four times before in, in Mundiales, this one has been rather relaxed. 
And part of that is because I don't think Spain's team, their squad, their staff are in any way fooled by the 7-0 against Costa Rica. In my opinion, I don't think that they're complacent at all. I do think, and in fact I've spoken today at, at the good fortune of a long interview with um, Luis Enrique one-on-one and with Danny Almo. There you are, there's the shouts from, uh, from the Rondo. I'm certain you can hear that. And they think they can beat anybody. Now, I also am completely sure that they know they can lose to Germany. They treat Germany as an ultra-serious rival, irrespective of the last time they met, 6-0 to Spain in Seville, irrespective of the Japan victory. When they analysed that game, they felt that Germany were sucker... There you are. Now you can hear that, can't you? That's La Roja, La Selección. They felt that Germany got sucker punched a little bit, particularly for Japan's second goal. <laughs> um, Gavi has had to run through and Pedri have had to run through because the circle kept the ball long enough. The Spain players formed a passage of honour and slapped them over the head. I think it's called Colejas. Um, the analytical and conclusions that Spain have come to is that Germany could quite easily have beaten Japan and could be not in the position where Julian Brandt, their own player, said, we're in the ship. That's literally what he said. He doesn't need bleeping out. I've been very restrained in not swearing too much in these broadcasts because those of you who know me and those, of, those who've been working here with me, in fact, one of my colleagues said, how many times a day do you swear? It was an infinite number. But that's what Julian Brandt said. And when I spoke to Luis Enrique today, I asked him about the things which, over his professional lifetime, not this Germany side, but the things that he's most liked, most appreciated about Die Mannschaft, about the German football mentality. And he said, well, look, I view them as they've always been a world power and they never consider themselves beaten. But he said, what I like most now is that they're a blend. And he said, I think they're a unique blend. They've always been immensely powerful physically. But he said in recent generations, or in recent years, more accurately, he said they've become extremely good in positional football. He said they're a blend, which I don't think exists elsewhere in football, where they've kept traditional German values. And he said physically by their DNA, by their genetics, he said they're... They're still bigger than us. He said, when I played against them, they were always bigger than us and they were always tough that way. Now the fact that they're extremely good technically and positionally makes them a unique proposition. I think he's right too. And I posed him the question that if you sum up the last four meetings between Bayern and Barcelona, the aggregate score is 11-0 in favour of Bayern. This isn't a club game. And there are various players of different nationalities who played for both those sides in those four ties. But you can look at the Spain side and it could very easily feature Gavi, Busquets, Pedri, Alba, maybe Eric Garcia. Pretty sure Ferran Torres, Baldi played in the last game, Ansu might be a surprise debutant. We'll see. But all of those guys have suffered those 11-0 scores total in the last four meetings with Bayern for whom German staples like 
Neuer, Nabri, Muller, Musiala, Kimmich, and others, they've all featured. Why wouldn't it be another physical uphill battle for Spain tomorrow? Why wouldn't it be another time where the mix of power and technique overwhelms the side which wants to play slightly more delicate but clever passing football? We've seen Ricky answer that and said, look, it's, a, it's definitely a different game. It's a game where we want to keep the ball, where we want to turn them, where we want them to be chasing us at the end of the record. So whisper this, don't tell everybody. Once we turned the mics off, he said, very good question, very good question. Today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Why will it be different? I was asked him what conditions how you select the team. And he said attack. He said I'll choose 11 players who I think can dominate Germany. I think we'll beat them. He said I think we're better than them. They can beat us. He was sure about that. Absolutely crystal clear. But what he said was maybe I'll leave on the bench players who might be better defensively because I'll pick 11 names including the keeper who are ready to attack who can dominate he said I will not look at Germany and say look there's a guy on their wing who's very very good who's crucial to them I'm going to play one of our guys who can contain him who can defend better against him I'm going to pick a guy who I'm going to say make that German opponent be on his back foot make him chase you dominate him make him defend so coming full circle why I think there should be packed stands here look I didn't I didn't complete my description we're at Qatar University we're in sight over the furthest hedge of the Spain team Mattel and by definition we're in sight of the Argentine Argentina team Mattel by the time you listen to this it's like you'll you'll know their fate against Mexico once we've finished editing and and, and watching training, it'll take us an hour to finish our work, then we'll be back to our residences and we'll be watching Argentina and Mexico too. So the Mexican team hotel is empty right now. I hope it's not empty after match day three. I hope they stay in. I definitely would love to see Argentina tested against on form against the very best sides here in the in the defining stages of this World Cup. But that's another matter. So we're in Qatar University and the players are loving their facilities. Tomorrow it's a slightly longer drive, it's about 45 minutes away from 
our residences, slightly less from Spain's residences. They'll get there in about half an hour. It'll be up in Albite, where England played... Did they play? Your judgment on that. Where England drew nil-nil with the USA. And for anybody who watched that game and scratching their head about the tactics, the idea, no Foden. Listen, go back and listen to the big interview when I did an analysis after the European Championship final last summer. The things that I said in constructive criticism and analysis of um, Steve Holland and particularly Gareth Southgate applied to last night as far as I'm concerned. They have an Achilles heel. Look at this, I wish this was, I wish you could see this. Players leaping up and down in the air and because they've kept the ball away from the middle three, there's another guard of honour formed and the three who are in the middle are going to get their heads slapped. One of them is Pau Torres, he's just had his neck slapped. The other one is um, David Raya. (laughs) Well, again, I hope this recording device is picking up the roaring and the laughter. This doesn't feel like a complacent group. This feels like a group that thinks they're going to win. We spoke to Danny Olmo earlier too, who plays, remember, for RB Leipzig in the Bundesliga. And he said, look, I'm playing against a couple of teammates. One of them he mentioned was David Raum. Left back who really went nose to nose with Fede Valverde at the Bernabeu earlier this season, picked a fight with the wrong guy. And I wrote at the time in the minute by minute, don't don't pick a fight with Valverde. And who scored for Madrid to break the deadlock? Valverde left foot. Do Spain have somebody on the right? Ferran Torres. He'll do the same with Ram. He'll take his bumps. He'll allow him to be warlike and then punish him. And we'll see. In case you didn't know already it allows me one of my little jokes very little that the referee is Danny Makelli which looks like Makaleli and the Dutchman and you know when he's in the right spot for a decision he's he's in the Makelli position as everybody in England called the pivote when Makaleli when they realised there was a position in organising midfield it became universally known as the Makaleli position so Danny McKelly will be in his position tomorrow. He's the guy, if I'm right, he's the guy who refereed Real Madrid against Paris Saint-Germain. Do you remember that? Paris Saint-Germain, I think, were 2-0 up on aggregate. Um, 1-0 in Paris, 1-0 up on the night. And was it Benzema who barged over Donnarumma? Vinicius picked up the rebound, slotted it, and Benzema scored, and McAlele allowed it. I think it was McAlele. Um, if not, this bit's getting cut out. But McAlele, McKelly, a cop from Holland, when I've seen him, has, has a really defined style. A style whereby he allows a lot of physical contact to go by without it being punished. In the name of flowing football, in the name of playing advantage. But when you've got a distinct physical and athletic difference between the German Mannschaft and Spain. I'm not convinced that he's a plus for Spain. In terms of allowing play to flow, in terms of allowing the smart guys, what, what did Dani Alves say? Footballers para listos. In, in, in terms of allowing quick flow of ball, that is what Spain want. In terms of saying, I don't see that as a foul. I don't see that barge. I don't see you lying on the ground as being a problem. Look out, Spain. 
first time out 6-0. I've gone back, I've watched it. I'd really love to be sure, I'd love to say to you that I'm absolutely sure why it is Spain won 6-0 on the night in Seville. If I'm completely frank, I think Joachim Lowe was part of it. The Mannschaft had reached a point at which his incorporation of possession and position and some of the elements that Lucien Enrique likes so much and had brought Germany to the top of the world game as part of what um, Das Reboot as Rafa Honigstein wrote so cleverly there were many things involved many things involved but one of them was Yogi Lowe's adoration for the philosophy of Spanish football but gradually that that appetite from the players and their ability to fulfil what he wanted what he needed was running out I think a hot confident Spain side that night in Seville inflicting what I understand to be Germany's worst ever defeat caught a champion groggy glass jawed I don't think there are many parallels to be drawn between that game and this and this is a game where I think we won't see a huge number of changes in Spain 11 I think we might see Carvajal at right back I think we might hear Luis Enrique afterwards say that he was selected because he thinks that while Aspilicueta might be the better defender certainly the more physically powerful I think we might see Luis Enrique send to Carvajal your distribution when high up the pitch is something that I want you in the team for maybe might we see Morata well he's playing in front of me now he looks fit and Sufati's been doing training on his own as if to say either from his own perception or the coach's perception that striker's sharpness is the thing that he's still looking for again he's training now in front of me golden bib against purple bibs I don't know the 11 but I suspect it's going to be something in the order of Unai Simon Danny Carvajal Rodri Laporte Alba midfield Gavi Busquets Pedri up front Ferran Torres I think Morata maybe Olmo I think we shall see at any rate I believe Spain have got their mentality and their plans right I believe that we're going to see an absolute cracker it's been good talking to you don't miss the game tomorrow please Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.